Well, hello everybody. It's Stefan from a Comedy Advice Podcast. Advice Podcast, and I went Australian there. Welcome. Guys, happy new year. It's the first episode in 2021, and boy, am I pleased. I'm here. I have arrived on my magic audio carpet to give you a whole new episode, and it is with Kingsley Amukamara. Oh, Lord. Kingsley is just a big ramen bowl of delight. You have to sip the broth first with the first couple minutes, and you go, wow, is this meaty and flavorful? And then you're just going to be slurping those audio noodles in your ears, and you're going to be so satisfied at the end. He is a Phoenix comedian. He's only been doing it for a short time, this comedy thing, but he's been opening for some greats like Donnell Rawlings and some others that we talk about. So I had a great time. I want to have him back on. There are going to be links in the show notes to follow him and support him. So please do that. Send him a message too. be like, Kingsley, I, I really liked your episode. You don't have to speak like that, but it's it's preferable if you do. He did tell me, he said, three octaves higher than normal is perfect for praise. So guys, I'm really excited to present this to you. I also hope that you guys are doing well. I hope you guys have had some time during this, what is, I think Sarah Tolemash had called this the taint of the year between Christmas and New Year's. I know that we're out of the taint, but I hope that you guys have had some time to reflect, had some time to think about what you want to do in 2021. 2020 was hard. There's no doubt about it. There's a lot of tough and crazy things that happened. And so I'm really glad that we're on the other side of it. I'm glad that you are here. And I'm glad that you're listening. I may not be able to see you, but I feel you. I'm like Patrick Swayze in Ghost. I'm just holding you from behind as you're listening to the podcast (laughs) in a non-creepy way. But I, I really, I've had some time to reflect and I just, I, I really, my reaction to everything was just to dive into work and dive into the podcast. And so I was doing like five episodes a week and I found myself going into the range of motion and, and, and getting stressed out about trying to prospect and find guests, trying to get questions and get an agenda together and then be able to do research and edit and all this stuff. And it was really draining the joy because I was just going in the motions. And then I heard something from Denzel Washington the other week where he said, don't confuse movement for progress. And that really hit home for me because I feel like a lot of the things that I've been doing and I've been trying to not just do work, I've been doing podcasting, I've been doing some other side projects and I feel that I was confusing movement for progress. And so what I'm going to try and do is step back that I have sacrificed other things for those things that I was doing and I'm going to try and focus on other things that are important and, um, you know, focus on friends that I may have neglected, family members. Um, and, and I hope you guys, if, if something hit you, share it with me. And I'd be happy to share it on the podcast too. But I am coming in here in 2021 refreshed with a new perspective 
where 2020 was all about the grind and I would be trying to find ways to get better, 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 better. I just keep moving and moving. And now I'm going to try and just sit back a little bit and focus on what is going to move the needle for me and what is progress and what is just movement so that I can have a more well-balanced life and I can also focus on what's really important. And I hope you guys do that too. I don't really get this serious on the podcast, but I felt I had to share it. So I am sorry. No, I'm not sorry. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for y'all. Anyway, guys, here is the episode. Love y'all. A comedy advice podcast. An advice podcast for deaf and, and friends. To make exaggerated statements not meant to be taken literally. What was that, Seven? A uh, comedy advice podcast. <laughs> How do you want to do it? Do you want to just go in casually, have a little chitty chat, and then have it organically go in? Or do you want to have a big, grandiose entrance where I introduce me, you, and we, we get into it formally? We can go just the natural route. The natural or whatever's route. more more comfortable for you what's what's easier for you i'm fine with whatever i'm fine with whatever man first off let's start the let's just go casual let's just roll into it let's do it we're recording right now we've got you and me and none of the people and nothing to do except for a (laughs) podcast but dude kingsley amukamara yes you said it right First Hell time? Yes. How many yes. how many times did you practice that? <laughs> Bro, I I fought so many times. So many times. in my sleep, my wife heard me and like, I'm a Kamara. I'm a Kamara. <laughs> so I'm so Some happy. Some people type it into Google and let uh Google try to say it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I wonder does Google say it right or they're like, I'm a Kamara. No. they're like it means no worries for the rest of your days (laughs) oh my so what what is by the way it's if you don't let it intimidate you it's Mm -hmm. easy to pronounce i think oh yeah just oh yeah it it's self-explanatory just just how it exactly just read straight across roll on through that's what that's what you got to do but i was going to ask what does amukamara mean does it have a, a special significance or um it it depends on how you say it uh my dad told me there's two different meanings one is like super raunchy and the other one <laughs> means like um something with the lord and jesus and something <laughs> oh okay okay yeah cool. yeah, yeah. So one side is Jesus, the other one's tits or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> some, yeah, something like that. But it's like, like if you pronounce it the wrong way, it means like a. I don't even want to say it because <laughs> I, I, sw- I swore, I swore, I was like, I'm gonna keep this a secret for the rest of my life. <laughs> but it means, uh, but whatever. It means um, if you say it the wrong way, it means big penis. Like oh. I know, <laughs> so, like it's the craziest thing when he told me that, and like I even like I was like I thought it was just bullshitting, but then yeah. like we used to have these Nigerian meetings, and I would ask him like, hey, what does, um, you know, what does Amukamara mean? And uh-huh. then like the guys, like the uncles, they'll just be like, <laughs> <and> I'm like. <laughs> 
<laughs> so I was like, okay, that's I'm keeping, I'm taking that to the grave. So Dude. But not anymore. I dug it up. Fuck it. Yeah, you, you dug it up as you threw it into the crowd. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Oh, wow. That's now it's public. Yeah, yeah. It's out in the airwaves in a podcast. People know how to say big dick in. Is it Nigerian, <laughs> the language? Yeah. Uh, okay. No, it's um, it's Ibu. That's the, uh, that's the native language. Ibu. Do you speak Ibu yeah. at all? No, I, they tried teaching me in, uh, when I was younger, but I was like, eh, I'm going to stick with English. <laughs> Love yeah. that. You're like, I'm good. English is pretty practical for me. So I got my ABCs and one, two, threes down. So I'm going <laughs> to stick with the Stick with the English. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It's so crazy to me how many languages are spoken in different countries in Africa. I remember... Yeah, right. I remember I was at, in California with one of my friends and he was telling me, he introduced me to this guy from Ethiopia and mm-hmm. the dude just spit out fluent Italian. And I was, I was oh, shocked. Yeah. I should mention that I speak Italian too. Cause that, that would be very random if he's <laughs> like, yes, this is John. And he's like, wait, I'm like, I'm American. I don't know. I don't look like a Ma- I'm not a Mario. So. Yeah, I'm not a Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was so cool, man. We so we spoke Italian for a little bit, and I was like, "How the how did you learn Italian?" And he's like, "Yeah, in school, yeah. that was the primary language." So yeah, just kind of yes, learned actually, it. That's super true because uh, some of my cousins out. I, I went and visited. Um, when did I go out there? My last. Uh, I was a senior in high school, and they spoke fluent like French. They spoke French. Damn. So I was just like, so weird. Cause, but you know, Africa's like right below them. So I was like, that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, that's so interesting. I also I hate I'm nothing against your family and cousins and everything, but the French <laughs> language. I hate oh, yeah, yeah. the French language. My wife it's so thinks weird. it's the most attractive language. She's like I romantic, think it's so sexy French. And I'm like, dude, I speak fluent Italian. And that, no, people uh, go, people are allowed to be on a boat with you and sing while they're paddling you that like in any other language that would be creepy, but in Italian they're able to do it. But she's like, no French, French. And I'm like, French, it literally sounds like you're, you're you're a cat trying to throw up a fur ball. Yeah. yeah, They're just like, <laughs> Bonjour. And I'm just like, Bonjour. Oh. <laughs> yo. Yeah, no, they're just balling up their throat just to <laughs> spit yeah. that B out. <laughs> Bonjour, comme ça va aujourd'hui? I also speak, <laughs> I speak French. I learned, I, I took it through Rosetta Stone just oh, to really? prove, yeah, just Does to prove to my work? wife, dude, that it works or. Really, it works. It works. <laughs> Obviously, it works because you're. I will tell it. you. Oh, we oui, we oui, Mona me. It definitely works. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, fucking hilarious. No, we. I. So I used to work for Rosetta Stone, and oh, okay. I, at the kiosks i wasn't in corporate or anything oh. i was in my button-up yellow banana yellow shirt and khaki pants in the middle of the mall dwight Schrute? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'd be like question which language do you want to learn today 
Oh, God. Bears oh, beats God. Brazilian Portuguese. That's how it goes down. <laughs> so yes. here's how it went down. I learned, well, Spanish. I kind of learned it in middle school and elementary school all yeah, the way growing yeah. up. Don't really speak it at all. I, right. And I can say taco and shit. But other than that, not really. Italian, I learned in college and I lived in Italy for a little while. And so okay. I got that shit down pat. I yeah. could be like, dude, if they were like, oh, we are a man down on our gondola. Can you, can you <laughs> sub in? I'd be like, can oh, see, over? I'm close. <laughs> and I'd be paddling and I'd be like, da, 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 and da, da, da. Start singing. <laughs> so I could oh, do that. that. That's how fluent I am in Italian. But then yeah. I did Rosetta Stone for two languages. I did for French. And I okay. did French. This is how I got because I knew my audience, bro. I went and you you had the big screen at the kiosk so people could see the the stuff. So then I the saw whole, yeah. all the moms that would go in the mall because at the mall at like noon nobody's there except for the soccer yeah. mom or the, the the moms and stuff. So then I would and do the French. Old yeah, yeah. So then I would try to do the most <laughs> romantic language. I'd button down on my banana yellow shirt like one button, make sure that my my booty was popping out of the khaki pants. <laughs> and then I'd just scream in French. I'd like, ooh la la. And then so that would attract them. So then I did all of it. I did the whole thing in French. Yeah. And then I, I was fluent for like two minutes. And then it just crashed down because I couldn't find anyone to speak it with. So here's the thing. <laughs> if you don't have anyone to speak it with, then you're going to lose it. Because then... You lose the language, yeah. I did. After that, I did... I did Brazilian Portuguese. So mm. I was in New Jersey at the time, and that was Newark, New Jersey. And okay. that was huge population of Brazilians. Yeah. So I was yeah, like, yeah. you know what? I'm not going to fuck up this time. I'm going to choose a language where there are people around me that speak it, and I'm just going to go, and I'm just yeah. going to integrate myself. I'm going to immerse myself. I'm going to penetrate that community so hard. <laughs> they're not going to know what hit them. They're like, oh, gringo. So I went in and then I started speaking Portuguese after I did the program. And then I, you, it does work is what I'm trying to say. But yeah. You sound a little bit like a robot. And then, cause that's how they teach you. It shows the picture and then it reads what the picture is or says what the picture is. So it'll show a boy okay. eating an apple. And then it says, O menino está comendo a maçã. So then, that's how I sounded. I was like, "Olá, like o meu, my name is Stefan. How are you today?" So, so then that's how I met my wife. And God, that was interesting because she was like, "Don't ever speak Portuguese ever again." <laughs> You sound like an android. And I was like, well, uh -oh. how do you know that I am not? So <laughs> that's how I hooked her in. The intrigue. Yeah. The mystery. Yeah. It's like, hmm. Yeah. She had just seen she had just seen Bicentennial Man. So she was like, well, Robin Williams was a robot. Maybe this guy's a robot. So it, it worked out well for me. But anyway, to answer your question, yeah. Rosetta Stone does work. I believe it. If you stick with it, and then if you find people to speak with, okay, okay, yeah, I thought that is it. So it's not like a requirement to work at Rosetta Stone to use it and learn a new language, or was that just your no, thing? It was not a requirement, but I became the best 
salesperson in the country because the first question that people ask when they go in they're like how many languages do you know and then i'd be like i'd be like four and so i would tell them i'd be like look i learned italian in college i learned spanish in middle school i learned french and portuguese through rosetta stone and Mm -hmm. This is the difference between all of them, and this you can't actually learn, and blah blah blah. And so yeah, yeah. I was able to just sell that shit. I was also a lot younger, and then I I did leave the buttons. It was like <laughs> bare chest past practically. So I was also I was trying to sell with sex, you know. But, uh, you know, I I'd be like, oh, are you interested in Portuguese? And then I'd pull it out of my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I will never do that again if you promise to buy. They're like, just take just my money. Please. Here. I, I, I want to get out of here. So uh, that's how it went down. But anyway, that you you it's not a requirement, and a lot of people didn't speak another language, but it was yeah. very useful to sell. So that's how it worked, it man. But anyway, what about you? What, are you originally from Phoenix, or did you just yeah, move I'm, here? I, f- I feel like I'm the last native in arizona i was born and raised <laughs> high First high gen. 10 we're arizona. Yeah. oh you too yes. Hell yeah wait I, I feel like the phoenix it's like a scorpion high five you gotta do it from behind <laughs> gotta... <laughs> <laughs> next oh time we God. see each other in person i think that's gonna that's, have to that's be our thing now <laughs> <laughs> god dude that's amazing though so you you were born here did you ever leave Mm -hmm. the nest or did you stay in phoenix metro area the whole the entire time good for you i live like you know i've lived in phoenix moved to tempe for a little bit and then just shuffled around but then home base is uh i'm in avondale now okay okay that's awesome i don't know where where you at is you're probably like gilbert then no, I'm in North Phoenix. So I am right off by the 51 and the 101 where they meet. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's not too far. Yeah, I'm like kind of near the um, the football stadium. Oh, okay. I know where yeah, that is. Yeah, let's get Yeah, let's get nice. Are you drinking? I'm drinking. Uh, this is a White Claw I had in my car for, I think, four weeks. <laughs> oh, just, nice. Just cracked it open aged to perfection that's awesome <laughs> cheers bro cheers. straight straight vodka that's been shut the <laughs> straight vodka <laughs> how, Every... how french are you no do it <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, la, la. <laughs> Ooh, la, la. <laughs> salut oh god no. Uh, I'm not speaking French. I'm actually just gagging. But <laughs> uh, so I used to drink. You know what? Uh, on special occasion, maybe I will. But it's been so long since I drank on a pod because I'll do like yeah. four or five a week. So uh, yeah, I yeah. was doing it, and then I realized that my family gave me an intervention, and they're like, "You got to stop. You just come out of these. You're stumbling down the stairs, oh. drunk." I don't know if you're speaking French or if you have to throw up, but it just <laughs> it's a problem, Steph. No, but anyway, um I I haven't I've never drank or consumed a white claw, by the way. It's um it's actually not bad. It's one of those slow creepers. I was just I was so against it when it first came out. I was like, it's 
for white people, you know, it's <laughs> not our thing. Stick to what we drink. But no, I had it for the uh, first time and I was like, oh, it's like a, it's a good casual drink. If you're at a, like a chill party. Um, and you know what? Normally I don't even drink like by myself or on my own, but since we're here together, I was like, fuck it. Let's crack this shit open. Dude, this counts. This definitely counts. And yeah. also, oh, yeah. are, do you get a cut? Because this is now being broadcast. This, this podcast yeah. brought to you by White Claw. White Claw. Oh, man. <laughs> for, and you defined it perfect. Do, do you have the target audience? And you're like, it's good for a nice chill party, the <laughs> ideal occasion. Cool Ten. vibe, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 10 to 15 people max. You know, <laughs> pop music playing in the background. You sprinkle in some, you know, <laughs> oh, uh, Selena Gomez. <laughs> yes. If there's a pinata. It's perfect with pineapple cherry, the perfect <laughs> flavor. If it's uh, 14 people, I would say a cucumber lime. That's the ideal flavor. Oh, yeah. If your grandpa's there, take whatever flavor you can because grandpa's coming <laughs> after the White Claws. Oh, man. Cleaning house. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, well, Kingsley, I was going to ask about comedy. How long have you been in comedy? That's not, how long have you been inside comedy? And Inside comedy. are you been, planning on escaping anytime soon? No, what? I, no, I've been I've been trapped in here for like ten years now. <laughs> <It's>, ah! <laughs> I'm gnawing off my arm to be able to get out. <laughs> I need to get out. <laughs> no, uh, I've been in ten years in the game. Uh, it's been it's been a, a wonderful journey. Um, it's it's I've, I've opened for like a, a few d-list comedians uh my favorite Ooh. person i opened for was uh was actually larry donnell white claws donnell rawlings that was uh, oh did hell that. no yeah 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 second year comedy i was just like all right the goal i'm gonna open up for somebody big so like you know you did you just got to do your ass kissing i was like like please can i get on the show i was supposed to do i was actually supposed to open up for little duval um that it's in April, but then like he brought his yeah. own people, and they're like, okay, you know, and he, I guess he felt bad, so he's like, okay, we'll get you on the next one, Donnell Rawlings. And I got to open. I was like, yes, oh did a decent, put a God. did a good job. It was it was amazing. It was dope, dude. That's all, year two <laughs> of doing comedy, and you got to open yeah. for Donnell Rawlings. Oh yeah, yeah, that is amazing. And what? It, how did you feel when you first when you got up on stage? Were you like, holy shit, I am gonna open or i'm open because gonna... it was my first time at stand-up live too so i was like fuck okay and and then they're gonna do give me a cold open you know what i mean so they weren't gonna so the host wasn't gonna go out first i was gonna go out and open and then the host and then they're gonna start the show but i was like fuck i was like okay i could do it whatever but then they switched it up last minute and they're like okay we'll go out the host went out warmed them up nice. and then i went out did my thing and then it was just, it was amazing. Like the biggest roars of laughter I've ever heard in my life. And then, oh, um, amazing. just like, and I had, you know, friends and family out there and they're just like, so just super amazed of just like the whole stand-up scene and just me doing, they were more, they were more surprised that they weren't laughing at my jokes, but they were just, 
looking at the crowd and seeing the crowd laugh at my jokes that they were just like, oh, like this is this shit is fucking real. <laughs> That's a, Kingsley, you weren't funny, but we were laughing like, at the fact that everyone else was laughing. That everybody was dying laughing. <laughs> Dude, so that, that, yeah. that is incredible, man. That's so cool. And then I was just going to ask, how did you get into comedy in the first place? Were you just like, I'm hilarious. I need, this is my calling or uh, um yeah kind of like i've always had these like crazy funny stories that i always tell my friends like real real shit that's happened in life and yeah. like you ever have something that's so crazy happened you just got to tell your friends so like i would be on my way to my friend's house and like i'm prepping the story because i'm like trying to make it suspenseful trying to make it funny and just like pretty much just getting this set in my head of what happened that night whether it was with like a one night stand or just some like crazy, I don't know, some crazy shit that happened. And yeah. then I would tell them the story and then they would just like, just seeing their faces, just like like laughing and just so like in tune with like what I'm about to say. It's just like, yeah, I think I should try it. And then I've always wanted to be like Martin Lawrence. So nice. those two, I was like, okay, let me just put it together and just do stand up and then see what happens from there. That is so cool, man. <laughs> so cool. It just reminded me of the first time the first oh the first time that I ever saw Martin Lawrence in a movie was Oh yeah. I think it was it wasn't one of his best pieces. Just like a random it was, one. It was when he got thrown back into medieval times. Did you see that? I think it's called the Night St- or Black Knight. <laughs> yes, that was a Black Knight. Black Knight. And yeah. I, I was probably <laughs> nine years old. It was one of the best things I'd ever seen. I don't know if it ages too well, but I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Black Knight. Have you ever seen his uh, sitcom, Martin? No, I haven't. You for haven't no, seen? For no good reason either. Oh, my God. I don't know how it... I mean, no, it ages just fine because I follow like the Martin Lawrence like show on Instagram and just them playing the clips has me dying. But dude, you got to see at least like three episodes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I ha- give I it have a shot. It you got to. to. Nice. You, you and some other person, I never seen Martin before. And I was just like, it's just like the craziest thing. Just somebody not seeing it so dude i know i know i know i'm i feel ashamed i shouldn't have even admitted it on the podcast <laughs> in front of everybody i'm gonna get loads of comments right? now i feel like you yeah. never you see martin lawrence <laughs> unsubscribed i'm changing my review to one star mister no, one star <laughs> Ooh, nah nah no 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 <laughs> oh, oh god, god. So, so Martin, Martin Lawrence was a big influence. Did you have any other big influences that, that you looked up to as you were getting started or still look up to? Um, Cat Williams. Um, nice. Nice. Uh, I love Cat. Yeah. I did Cat watch Williams. him. Okay. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> have, you seen Cat? have you seen Cat Williams? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I actually like. I got a lot of good information or good advice from um, Jerry Seinfeld and uh, you got wait 
you got advice where they he's like oh what? sorry not what? in person kingsley <laughs> i gotta tell you something kingsley what's the deal <laughs> spot on spot on impression that was my louis ck do you want to hear my jerry's <laughs> i'm kidding Oh shit! Oh, I was like, "Holy shit!" Wow. <laughs> but yeah, no. He, I was watching this video with him. I think it was him, Lucy K, and Chris Rock. They were just like sitting in a room, and um, his. Hopefully, Louis K's pants were on. They were, yeah. No. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, pro- something was probably twitching in there. I don't know. <laughs> but um uh jerry seinfeld it was like um his the saying was stay in the bit like if it if a bit's going really good if you just stay in there and just run around and just keep talking till the jokes like pretty much just not funny then you can move on to your next set because before i would just run through my set regardless of the last if it was like super good laughs like i would just keep on trucking along and finish but um taking that advice like if a joke is like killing it and it's like super funny just stay in there just play around in that joke and just try to just think of just random things you can say to like tag on to the joke or just make it funnier or just do something in it until the the laughs die down and then move on to the next joke and then that makes for a longer set you know just i don't know i felt like i elevated after hearing that and just trying that in on the stage that's really really good advice i love that because i i feel like everything is like not everything but especially when you're up in stage you really try to just be in the moment and that's a crucial thing of being in the moment of recognizing hey things are going great for me right now i'll keep riding this wave stay on the crest of laughter until right. the wave dives down and then just go on to the next thing. Whereas exactly. if you get off the wave too early, it might be a turbulent ride and going straight to the next joke. It might be a jolt for some people. Exactly. Well, Kingsley, we'll, we'll keep talking about you, but this is a self-help podcast. So we're going to okay. give some advice as we keep chatting. I okay. have to inspire us. I've got this quote to help us answer right. these questions that fans have sent in. But yeah. before I send in mine, I like to ask my guests, do you have any inspirational quotes that help get you through your dark days? Anything that just inspires you to be that smiley Kingsley that you are? Um, <clears throat> it's a quote. Um, no pressure. Every know, single right? guest <laughs> has been able to come up with one on the spot. No, I'm kidding. i think it's uh one that really just sticks out is um you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take uh i think michael scott quoted that by (laughs) wayne Wayne gretzky (laughs) i remember seeing in the office on the whiteboard it's like wayne gretzky michael scott right below it (laughs) (laughs) but it's true it, it it stands true if you if you don't take the shot and and that's like because I've I've known so, so many opportunities where I like I felt like I should have done something but I didn't and now you just live with the regret like what if so oh, gotta dude. live by it keep shooting your shot 
<clears throat> I think that's one of the most that that's a quote that I live by a lot because I'm a yeah. sensitive little boy. I don't like being <laughs> rejected. I don't like being told no. And exactly. when I when I come on or when I get guests for the podcast, I get a lot of no's. And so it hurts. It stings a little bit, much less than mm -hmm. before. But what what makes it all worthwhile is when guests say yes. Like you, I was so nervous yeah. because <laughs> Rose, God bless yeah. her, amazing <laughs> Rose. I just a big shout out to Rose because I think she would got shout me like, out to Rose. Rose. <laughs> <laughs> But she she connected us and and uh right on the spot and she was like you yeah. should go on his podcast and I was like fuck Rose everybody <laughs> and their mother has a podcast and so you're just saying hey you should go on this random dude's podcast <laughs> and so I was like oh is he going to say no and you were like I'll think about it. I was thinking, I'll think, I was thinking, oh, is he going to say no? Because, like, I didn't know if he had, like, a thing or whatever. So I was like, uh, I don't know if he even wants me on. I was like, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> oh, God. This is, this is amazing. You see, know, we're both, we're both afraid of, I know, laughs galore. I feel like we've hit more laughs per right. minute than any episode <laughs> I've done. And this has been episode, I don't know, 200 whatever. 200. <laughs> So this is the best. See, this is what makes it. You are washing away yes. the sting of rejection, Kingsley. Exactly. And, and we both took that shot together. We took the basketball, and I think we joined our Just hands together. together. And then let's and then lay it up. <laughs> and we took it, and we made the shot. A swish. Swish that bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my so, goodness. What I'm trying to say is beautiful quote. Thank you, Kingsley. Anytime. I've got my quote. And this quote is not by no person. This quote is actually by a robot. And the robot's name is Inspirobot. And what it does is it uses AI to take some of the wisest words known to man and mash them together for a beautiful really? quote. Yes. So I'll read it. We'll try and figure out what it says. Right. And, and and give it a, we could give it a rating like from from human to skynet how <laughs> how is it where does it stand oh, okay all right so this week inspirebot says loyalty comes before safety loyalty comes before safety Oh shoot! You know what? I think this was actually from Mafia Bot because this doesn't seem like an inspirational <laughs> yeah. quote. At all. I was like, because <laughs> I was thinking something like, "Okay, like, should I sacrifice my body for somebody that I'm 100% loyal to?" Right, right. It's yeah. It's like Big John being like, "Yo, little nose Tony, don't you forget, loyalty comes before safety." <laughs> that's how i feel that all these yeah. <laughs> dude i feel like mafia would be so much more successful if they had an hr department because if they had 
people that were there to be able to regulate a moral compass <laughs> and treated their employees better. They invested a little bit in their employees. I feel like it would be a much more maybe exactly. five hundred. So. <laughs> but anyway, loyalty comes before safety. I feel inspired. I don't know about you, but I feel like we can move on to the questions. Okay. Unless you had okay. anything else to say about no, loyalty comes before I, Like, if I was working at an Amazon warehouse and I saw that sign, <laughs> I'd be like, okay. Like, because, <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's one of those inspirational posters with a kitten hanging yeah. from a tree. And it's like, remember, loyalty comes before safety. Because <laughs> you know how they, like, enslave their employees. And they're working them gruesome hours, driving the heavy machinery. I can see that quote in there. <laughs> Holy shit. I think you're right. I, it could definitely be at Amazon. It's oh, especially yeah. in the warehouse department. God damn it, Jeff Bezos. Fucking Jeff. Well, that was inspiring. I'm glad that we ended on a happy note there. Oh, yeah. Um, All right. Let's dive into these questions. We've got this first question. It's from Reddit. It's found by our fan, Alan. Thank you, Alan. It says, surviving winter. How to stop craving the sun? I live up north. It's gloomy and cold outside. I crave sun, sea, and hot air so bad I can't focus on my job. Normally, I have a beach holiday abroad in December that recharges me for a month or two. I also go to the indoor pool and sauna. Both are not possible due to COVID and lockdown. I started taking vitamin D supplement and going for a walk during lunchtime. I mostly crave feeling the sun on my skin and immersing myself into water i'm literally restless thinking about that are there any tricks to stop it i want to punch my brain (laughs) that's the end okay Hmm. so kingsley have you ever craved the sun i've never craved i've never used that word god dude i'm just craving craving the the sun sun. no i live we live in arizona so we do our best to run away as much as possible that's true. But if I <laughs> crave the sun, um, and where, where does he live again? He says he lives up north. So I just imagine him being a Game of Thrones character. Yeah, right. <laughs> In the frozen tundra somewhere. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, Let's say Flagstaff. Okay. Flagstaff. I don't know. You can... I mean, our tanning bed's still open. You can bring a laptop, get a sun as a screensaver. Or I'm sure there's like a 10-hour loop of the sun on YouTube somewhere. And then, oh, my God. And then just, I don't know. <laughs> just stare at it. Just stare Put the little sunglasses on it. <laughs> oh, my God. That, hey, that's a good idea. I like that. You can also just... Buy a freaking tanning bed. I'm sure if you go on wish.com, maybe it'll show up where you can only tan one hand at a time, but (laughs) you can get one. It'll work, yeah. And you get that sun you need. It's also, unless you live in freaking Alaska, you get sun. 
There is sun yeah, there outside. Is sun. You just so, gotta go look for it. <laughs> I love that. What if, what if you dress just like they say dress like dress for the job you want, dress for the vacation that you want. So dress as exactly. if you want sun. Hawaiian yeah. shirt, Tommy Bahama. <laughs> You got shorts. the little short shorts. <laughs> short shorts. You got to go real short. The shorts, maybe, real short. Maybe just a Speedo. Get a hammock <laughs> installed right behind your desk and just lay out on the Speedo. Put the sunscreen on the cheeks. <laughs> One down the nose, too. Even You got to do the T-cross the right across the face, you know? Essential. Absolutely. Exactly. That's good skin Put care. Sunscreen on and you're good. Oh, and you're golden. Okay, that's great. Perfect. All right. Well, answered. So we're going to move on to the next segment. This next segment is called Positive Spin. And Kingsley, I put this segment in because I feel like whenever we encounter problems, our brains, they go to the negative. And you just start thinking, oh, no, what a disastrous thing this is. And you don't start to think about how you can get past your obstacles. So what I've created is a segment called Positive Spin where I'm going to give you a scenario or set of scenarios. And you're going to think of the bright side, the positive. Make sense? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. All right. Got it. So Kingsley, here's the scenario. You're going to have to come up with some positives for this. It's going to get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. From this point on, you find yourself, you wake up. And you're thinking, oh, my God, I'm high. And then you cannot get sober. You're just high all the time. I don't know if you got bit by a radioactive <laughs> bong or what happened. <laughs> but you find yourself, you're constantly high. Stoned Absolutely out of your mind. You're high. on marijuana. Mm-hmm. Bright side. Bright side. I had a few bright sides. Uh, <laughs> one. Whataburger is open 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, two, um, I'll have like every night will be probably like the best night's sleep I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> like, so you got to oh. think of the positives. So like really good sleep. I love Whataburger. So Whataburger is going to be an everyday thing. Bro, and, yes. um, and QT has Skittles. So I'm good. Oh. Beautiful, wonderful. <laughs> By the way, if you have that frame and the diet of Whataburger and Skittles, I envy your metabolism because it's I good. would be a blimp if that was my diet. I feel like uh, by the time I'm 40, it's I'm going to break down and I'm just going to die. <laughs> 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 your body will just fall apart. It's and you'll be like, like <laughs> oh, God. But that's when my body just clocks out. It's like, all right. We're done. Just well, out. you know what they say at Whataburger. Loyalty comes before safety. So as long <laughs> yeah. as you're loyal to that burger, it's, it's all that matters. So, okay, that's, that's good. All right, good positive spin. So now, scenario is getting a little worse. You find mm-hmm. that you're constantly high, but it's not marijuana. You are rolling. You're on E, baby. Just ecstasy 24-7. Ecstasy 24-7. Seven. Um, never been on ecstasy, so I don't know what it feels like. <laughs> Nor have I, so I can't help you there. But from what, <laughs> from, from from what, what I've seen, heard, yes, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. 
from what I've seen and heard that it's um, probably like the best feeling if you're touched and music. So uh, on the bright side, let's see, positive side. Um, the hell is a positive for ecstasy? <laughs> 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 I'm on ecstasy, I feel good all the time. Like it's, you're happy, it's a happy drug. So uh, one, I'm constantly happy. And that being on top of me already constantly being happy is like a highly concentrated dose of happiness, which I'm sure will create some type of superpower or at least feel a good. vaccine for yeah. COVID. I mean, Jesus, that happiness. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. <laughs> I just I imagine like from that point on, I would probably like secrete some type of fluid that I could just wipe on people and make some feel good. <laughs> Be careful. Louis C.K. said the same exact thing. But <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, wait, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I was even but, thinking about that. But, <laughs> but I, did, oh, shit. I did hear though that Moderna, they did say that inside the secret ingredient to their vaccine is just Kingsley smiles. It's so Kingsley juice, yeah. The kick. <laughs> Kingsley fluids. They're just secreted <laughs> naturally and in a safe way. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's good. I guess ecstasy. Maybe that was a bad example because you just feel good all the time. So yeah. right. you, did, you did good. <laughs> all right. Last one. You're mm-hmm. high all the time, but it's bath salts. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. Then I'll just. Positive note. I get to. Try brains because like, that's when you turn, you, you turn into a zombie and you, what does zombie want? Brains. Oh, so I'll just just eat people for the rest of my life. Oh fuck! Oh. I'll eat people. I'll eat everybody who's at the drive-through at Whataburger. <laughs> that's so good. That is so good. Oh, I love that. I love that. Because my dad, he used to take me hunting and he'd be like, the game has a flavor of what it ate. So that hit home for me. That hit. God, that's beautiful. All right, good. Well, I'm glad that you were able to to think of positive things for all three of those drugs, especially the oh, yeah. bath salts. We're, Kingsley, we're going to move on to our last question and then we will bid each other Adieu. Adieu. <laughs> Bid you adieu. Farewell. <laughs> so Mademoiselle. <laughs> but before we do that, here's the question. It's from Reddit. It's by our fan, Nicole. Thank you, Nicole, for sending this question. It says, careful, this is a long one. I was robbed at gunpoint 10 plus years ago, and I'm being asked to speak at the person's parole hearing. I'm going to be vague as I don't want too much personal information getting out, but over 10 years ago, I was robbed at gunpoint. He not only stole some cash, debit cards, and credit cards, useless, and a pack of cigs, and my electric pencil sharpener, which irks me to this day. He tried to take my car, I refused, and he ran off. I was not the only person he was found guilty of robbing at gunpoint, as well as some others in separate crimes. Uh, I was contacted that he's up for parole, and on occasion, I still have vivid dreams of it, but not often. 
This wasn't his first brush with the law by any means. He sent me letters and he seems remorseful. How can I tell if he is? How do I know what's bullshit? I actually thought about asking for his parole to be granted, but that I wanted something else, like a one cent check each month with sorry I robbed you or something on the memo line for three years so that I know at least once a month he has to remember what he's done. <laughs> Help? I don't, I, there wasn't really a, a much of a yeah, question there. Like- so what stood out to me was what really irked him. He stole cash, debit cards and credit cards, pack useless. of cigarettes, useless, all useless, <laughs> electric pencil sharpener, gold, <laughs> absolute gold, prized possession. Right. Prized. And this was 10 years ago. I've never seen. Oh, you know what? Okay. I was like, I've never seen an electric pencil sharpener, but I have. It was the ones you stick in, but they're plugged in. So I'm thinking cordless, but 10 years ago. Okay, so I get it. Um, it's Yeah, that's the one I imagine, too. Like that big old box, almost like a yeah. carton of sardines, where you yeah. stick it. What is he doing carrying that around on <laughs> yeah, his person? Like- <laughs> Does he have a fanny pack for it? Does he have a special <laughs> compartment? Seriously. in a? I don't know. Is he an elementary school teacher or what? <laughs> Let's he's deep gotta dive be. into his life. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be an elementary school teacher because one, he's trying to do a punishment that teaches a lesson, sending one penny each month with "I'm sorry," right? And, and then also the electric pencil sharpener. I think he was a teacher, or he yeah. is a teacher. Definitely. He probably taught French too. He seems annoying like that. Okay, class, let's learn a little bit of French. Ooh la la. That's your pencils and your pieces of paper. <laughs> I brought my own personal electric <laughs> But I do charge for you to use it. <laughs> Ten <One> euros. <laughs> oh my god. The only, and I will repeat, the only French person that I have respect for is Lumiere, the candlestick holder from Beauty oh, okay. and the Beast. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Him, top two would be him. Second, Pepe Le Pew. Oh, Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Because <laughs> I thought that's where you got your, your skills from because you did the seductive sexual. <laughs> Buy my buy my shit, please. <laughs> Ooh la la. Just start kissing from the pinky all the way up to the neck. I wouldn't shower. I would just let out a huge fart before and uh, <laughs> that's how I got it. Pepe. Pepe Le Pew. Okay, so I that's think what it. we're saying is that the best French people that we know are not real. They're just fictional characters. <laughs> But th- this person got robbed. They got their their cherished electric pencil sharpener stolen. And they're asking, I don't know how long this guy was in jail for, but what do you think, Kingsley? Do you think if you got robbed at gunpoint? Also, uh, he, the car, they were like, give me your car. No. 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 All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. See ya. Bye, right. buddy. He, like, he didn't put up a fight for that. He said no. He was like, well. I tried. <laughs> all right. All I got is a gun. I mean, shit. Uh, so I don't um, know. 
anyway sorry i was asking um have you have you ever gotten robbed at gunpoint uh no i don't think i've had no okay uh as a joke with an airsoft gun yes because (laughs) i think it was like it was damn near 10 years ago uh when airsofts were cool uh, were they ever cool actually (laughs) i don't know um at one point but there was like there was like handguns that we all had but then our friend had came with a shotgun airsoft gun (laughs) and he just robbed me for all my little yellow pellets and i was like here take it and dude (laughs) he showed me like he shot my uh because i had like those little curtains those vertical curtains oh yeah shot shot the curtain the bullet went through the plastic curtain so i was like oh yeah take whatever you want <laughs> I, gave, I gave him whatever he wanted i was like yeah take it you got you got <laughs> so do you think it's right that he send you each month a bb pellet and say i'm sorry for robbing you is that a just that would just yes if he sent me a bullet a day until um i had a pack of 300 if he sent me one a day until I was uh, replenished of my beanies that he stole, we'll call it even. And then I'd have to shoot him one time with a shotgun. Just did he? <laughs> did he shoot he you? He, he never. He tr- he shot me. That's the the bullet that that missed and hit the hit the little uh, blind. <laughs> so I, I had the pillow and I ducked and then the, he shot and it just went right over my head. Holy! Sh- so he was shooting at you though. Yeah, he only he did one shot after I said no the first time because I didn't believe he'd shoot me. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh my god, dude! I feel like I'm in that moment right now. I'm shaking. <laughs> Holy shit! So I think yeah, you have the right to shoot him with the shotgun. Oh maybe yeah, somewhere in the Just, maybe the the calf. I don't know. Uh, stomach, head, wherever. <laughs> Face, eyeball. <laughs> Eyeball, public execution style. That's oh. what we needed. <laughs> Have him with the blindfold tied up to a little pole. <laughs> Rip the blindfold off. <laughs> Let the sun blind his eyes. Because we're in North fucking, <laughs> we're in fucking Flagstaff. With the sun. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, um, please sell tickets to this. This will be, be great. <laughs> amazing oh goodness uh, all right well i think we gave him his advice i think you're granted for parole but there is some punishment to prove his contrition exactly so, beautiful so all right yeah. well that is we have reached the end of the podcast kingsley yes. i just wanted to extend a huge thank you to you for joining being such a good sport a great person a hilarious guest and um and thank you for letting me take my shot on you yeah and let let me let well, me backtrack that was, one whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> no, thank I you for thank coming. you yeah <laughs> thank you for having me it's it's been amazing it was, it was super fun and uh can't wait to do it again Yes, you're welcome back anytime. <laughs> I did want to ask too, what have you got going on? Where can people follow you? Do you have any shows coming up? Um, actually I do, actually. I have one tomorrow. I don't know when this is coming out. It's probably not coming oh. out. If you probably if you're seeing this, it's 
it's probably over already. Um, I'm at the House of Comedy tomorrow um, for a show that I don't know what it's called. Oh, it's some. Is it Comics it's Unleashed? A show. It's a. Uh, Who's on it? With the uh, Ashley Rose and Tara Shakespeare. Oh, Shakespeare. Uh, not so black and white. Bingo. Not so black and white. Has a comedy. Um, nice. I'm doing Tempe Improv on. Uh, nope. I'm doing Stand Up Live December 13th uh, for the 12 Comics of Christmas. Nice. And then you can follow me on Instagram, King of Mukamara, or you can just tag me in it. Whatever. Uh, oh, I will. I will. Whatever. And it'll all be in the show <laughs> notes too. So people can just click. And then they can find you, find your show, yeah. find everything. Click the link on the bio. Click, Whatever. click, <laughs> mon amis. Click, click. So that is the most fucking, oh my God. I'm so jealous. I've got some little bitch name like Stefan Chitani. And you're just fucking King of Mukamura. Oh my God. A voice, a voice in my head bellows that name. It was Just, my name oh. in my head. Hi, my name is Stefan. <laughs> Stefan Tony, I'm Italian. Kingsley Amukamara. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, I should get rose petals and just coming to America the whole place. Just every time I go somewhere, just do something like that. That'd be dope. <laughs> I don't know why you don't already. Yes, just, absolutely, absolutely. Should you should somewhere. have some guy Craigslist probably has this service just laying out red carpet wherever you are <laughs> red carpet rose petals it's cheap <laughs> and it's just some random dude <laughs> and just some casual clothes <laughs> you're holding him hostage emotionally and with a bb shotgun and you're saying look dude bob loyalty is way more important than safety oh, way more <laughs> <laughs> Lay them rose petals, please. <laughs> if you ever want to see that sun again that you crave. <laughs> oh, goodness. Fuck, man. Uh, well. Uh, but anyway, dude, great to like meet you, meet you at a deeper level than right. saying hi. And um, I, I will love to come out to one of your shows soon. So okay. anyway, dude, pleasure. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to each other soon. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right. Take it easy. Take it easy, dude. Au yeah. revoir. Au <laughs> revoir. <laughs> hey, you made it to the end of the episode. That was awesome. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Kingsley. If you did, please subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, and tell a friend. Tell all your friends. Follow me on Instagram at a comedy advice podcast. Links are in the show notes. Thank you so much. And farewell. Toodaloo.